Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parenting podcast. If you had a pen and paper and I asked you to take a couple of minutes to write down what success looks like for your kids, what would you put down on that paper? Uh, maybe a, a future professional athlete or a successful manager of a business or Maybe they're going to have, uh, you know, a number of kids, and you've got this picture in your head of what success looks like for your child, but what if God's plans are different than yours? What if there are some detours along the way, and you've got to let go of those expectations? I'm John Fuller, along with Danny Huerta, the head of our parenting and youth department, and Danny, it's natural. We all have expectations for our children. What's appropriate, and where do we sometimes maybe get into trouble with those? Just the word expectations is a little dangerous, okay. right, John? Yeah, we're expecting something, and yeah. that, that uh, really implies that we have a lot of emotion tied with that and uh, maybe a lot of weight in what we're looking at. And so I love what you said, John. Take some time to reflect. What is important to me? What, what, how do I define success, and where did I get that definition? Did I get it from other people around me in comparisons? Did I get it from my, my family, my family of origin, mm-hmm. right? Uh, did I get it from Scripture? Where did I get that? Take some time to to pray through and see how much you really trust what God's doing in your child. And what is a definition that has developed over time around you, around what it means to have worth, what mm-hmm. it means to have belonging, what it means to be competent? Because those are three core needs we have as human beings. And as parents, sometimes we define the expectations based our, on our own insecurities and how we want to look through our child. Take some time to reflect. It can mm. be dangerous to go into expectations, but having, having a goal for your kids is very healthy, and you have to do a lot of listening first, though. And, and uh, aligning that goal with God's expectations and His um, determinations of what success are is crucial. We're going to hear now from a conversation that Jim Daly and I had with Bible teacher Jody Berendt. Um, she addressed this. She's written a book called Praying the Scriptures for Your Adult Children. This is a topic for me that really, mm-hmm. in the parenting area particularly, I'm trying to communicate consistently, whether the book A Good Dad I wrote or others. Right. And I get criticized for this, but it's this idea that God actually is in control <laughs> and that you got to, in yeah. some ways you have to relax. Yeah. I guess it's a boundary question right. I'm asking you. Right. When is it laissez-faire, yeah. as you referred to it earlier, right. where you're too passive? Right. And where's that healthy line to say, you know what, we need to accept that God mm-hmm. is shaping our child. And I would suggest for all of us worried parents that oftentimes um, children, even adult children, are shaped in the valleys, not on the mountaintops. I know Amen. that's true of my own life. Mm-hmm. I learned more when I was sure. hurting than sure. I learned when I was on the mountaintop yeah. dancing. Yes, You seem not to have an open ear at that point. No, you're but when right. you're crushed, like the scripture says, he's close to the brokenhearted, mm-hmm. saves those who are right. crushed. Right. Um, you, you speak to that issue and how we need yeah. to have a little more confidence as parents that it's okay for our kids to be in a valley. It is okay for them to be in a valley. I wish I had a secret formula for knowing, you know, when to step in and when to sort of step back. Mm -hmm. I don't know the answer to that other than maybe to look at the motivation. You know, are you trying to correct a child's behavior because you think it reflects on your parenting? Mm -hmm. Are you trying to um, bring glory to God in and through their lives? Is there a quick test for that where you (laughs) could say, okay, which 
one is it, yeah, Lord? You know, I think it's probably answer, the former most of the time. Answer right? these really three is, questions really, and you'll know. It would be so good. It would be such a good test. But yeah, so I think, you know, some of it we have to examine our own hearts of what are we trying to accomplish here. Um, but then keep going back, keep going back to the Lord to just say, you know, I trusted you with this uh, yesterday, but I'm going to have to trust you with this again today. And that was a great thing God taught me when I thought I was trusting him and outcomes were not happening like I desired. And I kind of took that up with him. I said, what the heck? This child is doing this. This child's doing that. And that's not what I prayed and not what I thought you would promise. And God said, you're not trusting in me. You're trusting in an agenda. You're trusting in an outcome. And I had to really step back and go, oh, he's right. Yeah. So I need to... Um, re-examine my heart and say, what am I looking for? A result or a relationship? You said earlier, his presence in the valleys. And if his presence are with our kids in that dark place, what a blessing, you know, he's going to be wooing them. It's so true. Um, Mm. You, in fact, had a story where you're concerned about your son, where he was not uh, handling anger well. And and that, you know, a lot of boys struggle with that. Um, You know, I think it's one of the things in our culture today, we talk a lot about helping little girls become strong, powerful Mm -hmm. women. Right. But boys are kind of out there on their own. The culture isn't doing much to help them better understand these God-given emotions that they have, strength and power and even anger at times. But how did you, what did you see and how did you pray? And then what did the Lord do with all of it? All good questions. Um, Our son is named Robbie. And um, every December we pick a prayer verse for our children for the year, for the coming year, um, what I think God might want to do in their lives. And that year, I don't know, he was maybe five or six. I picked Proverbs 23, verses Mm. 23 and 24, and I prayed, Father, help Robbie get wisdom, discipline, and understanding. Let him be the righteous man who brings joy to his parents, the wise son in whom we delight. And I'll tell you, God didn't answer that the next day or even the next week. But over the course of that year and then in the years following, we saw a shaping take place. And it wasn't a spotless journey. He got ejected from a lacrosse game as a nine-year-old, you know. But as I look at him now as a 22-year-old young man, I see composure. I see wisdom. I see self-discipline. It's not perfect, but God's done that. I like the perspective that Jody brings. Um, I've often said the story's not over yet as I watch my kids kind of bump their way through life and uh, develop and mature. It's a natural process. We all had to go through it. It is, as Jody described, a little bit uh, rocky at times, the path uh, toward maturity. But it's encouraging to hear how God answered her prayers, and um, she probably had some doubts along the way. Danny, um, you and I both know parents who haven't gotten to that place yet of accepting what God's plan is for their kids. Um, Their child may be in serious trouble. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe it's drugs, or they've totally walked away from the faith, or they're really just not able to get to a point of being independent even. Uh, They need a lot of help and support. What do you say as you counsel parents who are really struggling with their adult kids? The reality with this, John, is it's difficult. There isn't an easy answer to this. There are a lot of unknowns. Our children own their decision-making, and we can influence that depending on our relationship, depending on where their heart is. I mean, depending on a whole list of, a long list of things, and God's given us freedom to make decisions, and that's beautiful yet difficult. And uh, I've been in too many counseling sessions with parents where uh, the child is still uh, doing drugs or alcohol uh, or has completely abandoned their faith. 
and the parents were waiting on the sidelines, yeah. praying and and pleading to God on their knees that they want their their son or daughter to uh, come back and to even communicate with them. And uh, those are tough places. I don't have an easy answer for that one, John. No. And the big one is this is where we lean wholeheartedly into that trust with our Heavenly Father. And when we get those moments of conversation with our kids, uh, we really seek that wisdom to ask the questions we need to, work on the relationship because that's what we have control over, our response, yeah. and really focus on what do I have control over and how do I do that well? And the rest of it is a complete trust and maybe moments of sorrow, moments of pain, and uh, lean into your support system, uh, whether it's friends or a pastor or a counselor or your spouse, lean into that and find comfort in that, that God's the ultimate story writer and know that he is knocking on the door yeah. of that child. Yeah, and you're not responsible for your adult child's decisions. Right. Uh, I, we're in a small group at church, and um, we're all kind of in the same season. We have adult kids mostly. And um, what I've been thinking about lately is it's relationship over politics, it's relationship over theology and doctrine, it's relationship over lifestyle choices. Um, I have to really work on, as you said, the one thing I can control here, and that is I can invest in the relationship. I can chase that child Mm -hmm. without lecturing, without saying, hey, you're wrong. But the joy of being able to sit down and have a conversation, even though we know we have different perspectives on those things I just mentioned... Um, is that we at least are investing in the relationship. Mm-hmm. you got to do that as the parent. You can pray for the, some of the other stuff to come into alignment with God, but you can't make it happen. The difficult factor in this one, John, is the potential for, for the need of tough love coming in the mix. Yeah. Even though there's relationship, no, that's relational as well. Mm-hmm. It's not always warm and fuzzy. It's sometimes putting some tough boundaries and limits and not rescuing the yeah. adult child yeah, so that they can truly them. get the lesson. Right, yeah. right. Listen, we have caring Christian counselors here at Focused on the Family. So if what Danny and I have been talking about is where you're living, if it is absolutely um, overwhelming, uh, the options and, and what you can do and what you need to do here, uh, give us a call. We'll schedule a time for you to talk to one of those counselors. Uh, they help thousands of people every month. They are so good at giving insight and some kind of beginning steps toward getting onto a good pathway with your child. Uh, The number is 800, the letter A, and the word family. 800, the letter A, and the word family to set up that appointment. And uh, when you get in touch, be sure to ask for a copy of Jody Barron's excellent book, Praying the Scriptures for Your Adult Children. It is an encouraging resource that you will use on a regular basis, I'm sure. Uh, We'll send that book to you as our thank you gift for joining the support team when you make either a monthly pledge or a one-time gift of any amount. All the details for our counseling team, that book, and donation opportunities in the episode notes. Next time, we're going to hear from Dr. Meg Meeker about being a happier mom. And for now, on behalf of Danny Huerta and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. Podcast.